Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is my hundredth episode. I'm really excited about that. Um, In other news, I just came back from a meditation. So I literally just came back. I'm still in the process of doing so. And I'd like to discuss with you something that is... Okay, people don't consider this. Um everything is vibration and when I started personally meditating and trying to heal myself vibrationally through music and frequency but more so meditation music not any music you know um, but select meditation music without lyrics obviously this is like simply like pure frequency right So I started this practice in 2017, and since then, like, my life is not at all the same, or it's not anything that I, it's like I have someone else's life, Um, and same thing with my physicality, I have someone else's physicality, someone else's body, right, but it's mine, it's just a more evolved version. Um, it's no longer the old version. It's like if you update your iOS on your phone, right? So everything is vibration, but we're not taught this. And the reason why we're not taught this is because if we were taught this in intricacy, right? Like, um, in an intricate way, intricately, sorry, not intricacy. (laughs) If we were taught this intricately, in a detailed manner, we would apply it right and so with this type of application of knowledge you can harness a power that is yours by birth Um, and many people do not tap into this power it is the power to control and direct energy and it so what does this mean this means that this by definition is the power to heal it's the power to procure results, right? It's the power to channel thoughts in a, in a proper way to procure certain results. Um, it's a method to heal others as well. Um, it's a, meth- mes- a method to communicate with otherworldly you know, beings and what have you. And we don't know any of this because... Um, you know, a lot of propaganda is in place to keep the public thinking that this stuff is funny or, or um, co- you know, comical in some way. It's not. Uh, that's what happens when you need to minimize something. You make it laughable. You know, you point a finger at it and you, and you make others laugh along with you that, hey, this thing is ridiculous, right? So that's a beautiful way to control the masses. Like, that's a a surefire, foolproof way to control the human mind. The human mind is controllable. It is a a machine made to be programmed. So if you're not programming it, it's being programmed elsewhere by your environmental factors, by your surroundings, by the things you intake through your orifices, your eyes, ears, mouth, etc., your senses, your six senses, including the mind, you know. The things that reside within your subconscious have probably been there your whole life, unless you have, you know, attempted to excavate, dig, 
and then refine, right? Replace, you know, um, what's in there. So, again, this is vital for, for human beings. This is vital. Why? Because everything is connected. When you can heal certain aspects of yourself, and healing just means coming back to who you are. Everyone needs it. There's not one single person alive that doesn't require it. This, this art of the self has not been taught anywhere. Anywhere. It used to be. But we've had a lot of time for things to get buried and for libraries to get burned, etc., etc., right? There's been a lot of time between then and now. Yugas, ages, cycles, right? So, with that being said, everybody needs, quote-unquote, again, healing. Now, everything is connected. So what does this mean? When you, when you decide to refine your mind and you take action to do so, you will start to think differently. When you think differently and your perspective shifts, what you are perceiving also will shift. Mm-hmm, right? And then so when what you're perceiving shifts, this is your ability in action. This is your ability to control matter in action. It's happening. Look around. It's happening, right? Everything that you already are experiencing, you have pulled in to your experience. To experience. You have agreed, whether consciously or not. You have agreed, right? Um, This is called karma, right? Action, reaction. The simple performance of the action in the first place is agreeing to the consequential reaction, right? You're signing an energetic contract with every thought you think. And this is, again, like, important for people to understand. And I would like to impart upon you that this by no means should make you paranoid in any way. It should actually make you feel empowered. That you have the ability to control certain aspects, actually the entire aspect of your entire life, you know? So if this is, if this is exuding, or if this is resulting in an air of paranoia for you, um, it's only because you've been taught that you can't do this, or that this is somehow not viable, or it's funny, or, or comical, or not realistic. Keep that in mind. Fear is the best way, the best way to control any mind. And we impart fear upon ourselves so often due to the conditionings that we've received. So often we are controlling our minds in a negative type of way so as to procure negative or unfavorable results in our lives due to fear, due to fear-based programming within the mind. So, like I was saying, once you change what you see, what you see will start to change, right? So this is, this is, you know, controlling your reality in action. This is, it's happening, right? Like I said. So what does this mean also? This means that your environment will change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once you start actively um, monitoring what is going on inside your head, your machine. Once you start programming your own machine, the mind, this is, this is what starts happening. Your reality begins to change. Your environment will change. The people in your life will change. Your diet will change. The way you um, even like intake other things such as water and air will also start to change. Your body will change as a result of you intaking things differently, right? Your, um, your blood will be uh, cleaner 
um, your lungs will be cleaner as well. There, there's there's going to be a flush, okay? Um, and what else will happen? Because you are responding to your environment differently uh, over time, as the cells of your body regenerate, they upgrade. As you continue doing this internal work, they will upgrade to the highest functioning, the most optimal type of cellular makeup uh, that, that could be possible for your DNA strands. You will have full-fledged and, and fully working DNA strands. Um, not only will, be, will they be fully operative, but they'll also be fully communicative. Number one, number two, and number three, they'll be fully present. So um, all of the strands will be present, active, and online, essentially. So what does that mean then? Well, your light body will start to build, right? Um, all your chakras will be spinning in the right direction and connected to one another. Uh, and then, yes, your light body will build. Um, your Merkaba, or etheric body of astral transportation, if you will, <laughs> will also start to um, be more apparent to you. And you'll be able to traverse uh, different uh, states of mind easily. You'll be able to shift easily in and out of different states of mind and, and states of interpretation of reality. So this is important information here because this allows for people to reawaken to who they are in that many lives will be broken, one of which especially being that you are confined to your generational DNA. You're not. You have your own DNA. And, um, and this is really important because people need to understand that though they are connected spiritually to certain other souls um, and then as a whole to source consciousness to God, people need to realize that they are their own individual, right? So they have their own individual relationship with God. This is like the biggest thing that also is kept from humanity is that all you need is your connection with your creator. That is all you need. That is all you need. Any financial issues will be cleared up if you have that online and working properly. Any relationship issues will automatically <laughs> be resolved once that is working properly and in full effect and powerfully and you are maintaining the connection. Right? Um, why? Because you will start to embody God's state. Um, you will start to embody supreme right divine love which is which is what you will be made of right uh, at this point of time um, assuming you are consistently maintaining your connection and so that is a very high frequency that cleans the blood like I said that cleans the entire body it cleans generational, uh, you know, strongholds or even external strongholds or factors. Um, it cleans up your your karmic balance, if you will. Um, a lot of the time, it often even resolves karma, because you're pointed in the right direction when you establish a connection with your creator. You're pointed in the right direction to how you can clear your karma, what you need to do to clear it, why you're experiencing certain things in your life, what things in your life are lessons, karmic lessons, right? And you begin to kind of sweep away the dust that is the path in front of you. 
right? And you see like one straight, easy, you know, path and everything becomes kind of smooth sailing. You just kind of go along it. You walk the path that has been made for you at this stage, right? Um, so, and then where does that path eventually lead? It, it leads to freedom, liberation, right? Freedom from what? Freedom from the bondage of repetitive birth and death. Because birth and death is a cycle. There's birth, and then there's death, and there's birth again, and then there's death again, and it continues unless you break the cycle. And what happens when you break the cycle? You go home. You go to your origin, to your source, literally. Right? Um, are you following? So, this is the crux <laughs> of human existence. This is the reason why we are here. Other beings, there are about 8.4 billion species of life on Earth. Other beings don't have the ability to do this, to break free. They are caught in the web of karma. They cannot resolve their karma. They are subordinate to it. We are not. Human beings are not. And that's why free will and determinism, free will and predeterminism, they exist on the same line. You know? Like a scale, right? Um, like a uh, spectrum, right? So on the left side you have free will, and then on the right you have determinism, predeterminism. And they exist on the same line, on the same level, on the same dimension, on the same paper, on the same uh, surface, right? Um, because they are equally operative. So, uh, animals don't have this, you know, animals are governed by karma, so they're simply underneath this uh, surface, the sphere, if you will, of both sides of the equation. They are bound by um, predeterminism. So that makes human beings not only, that makes the human life not only increasingly special and valuable and important and beautiful and and even um holy right but it also makes it um very rare it's very rare to be born as a human being you may not think so judging by the amount of human beings that actually walk the earth but yes it is very rare to be born as a human being with your particular set of circumstances there is no one like it it's one in infinity, not one in a million, you know, N no, um, no constant number can maintain that, you know, it's one in infinity. So, um, in Hindi, my name Sima means limit, so like the limit of all things, right? Um, and I think that that's interesting because each one of us is that, you know, limitation to ourselves. There cannot be a carbon copy. You are the limit. You are the end. You are the means to the end and you are the end. That is how important you are. That is why you must ideally, if you can... Um, attempt to be in 
good feeling places as often as possible. That is why you must ideally, if you can, look at your circumstances with an equal eye and not view them or judge them as being negative or positive, but simply take them and ask yourself, what can I learn from this situation? What is it that I can learn from this so that this can never happen again? And so I don't somehow repetitively attract the same set of circumstances into either this life or the next. What is it I can learn from this? And the answer will be shown if you ask that question. Because when you ask a question with full... Um, with full authenticity, you know, if you, you do receive an answer because you are inquiring. You are inquisitive. And when you are inquisitive about anything, there will be an equal vibrational match that is the answer to that question. Right? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And every subject is two subjects the presence of it and the absence of it. That's why the universe doesn't understand don't. Like, please, don't give me, you know, don't give me a new car. And if you keep thinking about that all the time, guess what you're attracting into your life? <laughs> you're attracting either a new car or the absence of it, depending on your vibration. You can actually repeat that phrase as much as you want. But if your vibration is one of you receiving a new car, then you will receive a new car you know and if your vibration is a, of please don't give me a new car then that phrase will ring true right you keep repeating it and your vibration will um you you keep repeating it however your vibration will be the thing that sets the standard for the materialization of the desire or lack thereof right well actually it's only desire there's no lack of desire only desire because even not wanting a new car is still a desire for something it's just the desire of the absence of the car right um so that's why you know regardless of how spiritual you would qualify yourself to be or religious or what have you um you can ask you know you can ask whether you call it god or the universe or what have you you can ask existence overall for answers in any circumstance or situation and you will be pointed in the right direction also as a society people have been cut off from their intuition this is a detriment to them because your intuition is your ability to feel this is why i say avoid numbness at all costs but really the flip side of that is then tap into your intuition at all costs right as much as you can because feeling is the key when you ask a question you will receive an answer in the form of a feeling not in the form of uh, anything that could be subordinate to that you know you could receive other signs as well synchronicities and what have you but the way that you view them you know you will know based on how you feel when you read them whether these signs are correct or not so it, at the end of the day, it all chalks down to how you feel, your feeling. The answer will come in a feeling, not in, you know, a sign on the street or, you know, what have you. It could, but again, your feeling will confirm it. You see what I'm saying? So, 
so make it a point to feel as often as possible this is why you know personally what i do for this you know to keep myself sensitive and acute um not cute i said acute (laughs) oh is i meditate often very often so that you know all my energy points are are online and working uh i also uh you know love to listen to frequencies music things like that uh prayer is another thing that i do all the time i'm constantly engaged in a very relaxed beautiful zen well it's not always zen actually but it's a very beautiful existence to be connected I, I'll say, you know, and the times that I've disconnected from my creator um, were only for me to strengthen the connection, you know, because it's like, it's like, once you go home, you know that no other place is home, you know, um, so this is what I wish for everybody, and again, I tell you, please understand this has nothing to do with religion with secularization or or, um, dogmatic indoctrination like please understand that Uh, this has to do with your connection to that which birthed you you don't need anyone to tell you who that is you don't need an organization or a parental figure even you don't need anyone to tell you who that is you will discover who that is once you go within and start looking for answers within and stop looking for answers externally you cannot find yourself in other countries or in other people and in the same way you cannot find god in any building really you know once you found god then you go to the building right (laughs) then you go to you know to travel then you go to pilgrimage you know um because you are in tune already you are connected you you know why you're there you see um so another thing i'd like to impart upon you is to avoid resistance when you resist something you are only again further drawing that thing uh towards you and people resist things they don't want right um so don't resist Because actually when you resist things, you're going against your natural flow, like your natural energetic flow. You're going against um, environmental flow. And so combine the two and you're going against cosmic flow, right? Or karmic flow, which essentially could potentially be the same thing. Well, actually karmic flow is, you know, a little bit under cosmic flow. Cosmic flow would be like the umbrella um situation (laughs) so so don't resist anything um in your life because even uncomfortable things are there for a reason like they're there for you to learn from them it it's the biggest blessing to learn anything you know to have experience you know because no one can take away experience from you and time even cannot take away experience from you like experience that the soul registers like true understanding that's timeless that's how you have the body you have that's how you have the mind you have that's how you have the circumstances you have because of that understanding that was previously that you know that w- that is in your soul currently 
that you had previously encountered. This is what karma is. You know, a set of sets of experiences. Right? Action and reaction, which is karma, accumulate in an experience. They are wrapped together. And the thing is called experience. So, don't be afraid of anything, guys. Don't even be afraid of death. Because there is nothing to be afraid of, ever. I'm telling you, uh, fear is was was not here was not with you before you came here it was not with you before you were born you were born and then fear started right and those that pass away they know this because they have passed away right <laughs> so they know that there's nothing to fear and we can learn from them we should we must actually you know we must learn from everyone we can even people you know that we think cannot teach us anything even animals guys every soul even inanimate objects can teach us things because we are here to learn we are in the literal school of life to learn because our souls are growing the only way out of this uh, dimension or situation the only way out is up the only way out is up. The only way, period, is up. Not even out, but the only way completely is up. Um, because that is the intrinsic nature of the soul. Is It is to evolve. You know? That's what it, that's what it does. It doesn't devolve. It doesn't have a mechanism or a capability to devolve, like I said, because every experience is recorded. Every experience is stored as growth. As cumulative growth. It is the <laughs> iCloud that never runs out of storage. The soul. You see what I'm saying? Um, so, I had one more point to make. Um, I had one more point to make. It'll come back to me. But, for now, I would like to tell you one thing as we wait for the thought to come back. Because I literally had it and then I lost it. <laughs> but if it's important, it'll come back, I'm sure. Um, let me give you a recent experience of mine. Actually, it's not that recent. I've been doing this for years. And hopefully this can help you. If you are someone that struggles with depression, um, feeling really, really... In, you know, hopeless or anything, anything that could be under the umbrella of depression, you know, sadness, guilt, grief, fear, wh whatever it is, listen up, okay? Um, the mind is very powerful, and personally, when I accidentally started listening to a certain frequency, I found that my depression cleared up, okay? It was very simple. I just went on YouTube and I looked it up. This was many years ago, in 2017. Um, when I was in a very, um, you know, dire place. So, 
why this is the case, I'll give you the frequency, the name of it in a second, but why this is the case is because the brain is the central hub for all operations of the body. Actually, it's the consciousness that is the central hub, and then the the uh, physical mind, oh, sorry, and then the mind, then the physical brain, right? Um, in that order. But, uh, so, you know, so what that means is if you are feeling depression, um, you know, it is, again, within the mind. That's why they call it mental imbalance, right? I don't like to use the word illness. I don't. I have a video on this, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but, so that is what results in mental imbalance, right? When there is some energy there within the mind that is pl plaguing you, you know, that is upsetting the equilibrium within you overall. This is not just restrictive to the, you know, to the brain, guys. Like, depression affects the entire body, right? So, I started listening to a certain frequency called the Crown Chakra Meditation Frequency. And my depression cleared up um, for the moment. And I kept listening, and it opened my eyes and my world. And I do believe it opened my Crown Chakra. That's why I started you know, literally opening up and seeing things in an, like from a bird's eye view. Yeah, back in 2017 was the first time this happened. And I realized, I think, like, uh, I don't know, three years later, like two years later, it dawned on me how frequency is directly connected to health, even mental health, um, especially mental health, actually. And when we, when we heal the chakra system, the you know the energy points of the body, all other body, all other functions of the body become regulated. The digestive system, uh, you know, the um, neurological system overall, um, the functions of the heart, and its connectivity to the rest of the organs. Uh, you know, again, the the body gets flushed, right? Uh, so I mentioned, like, you know, the blood and what have you, but, you know, this goes to the heart as well, right? So, like, this is in conjunction with the heart, so different valves uh, of, of the heart can get healed, um, especially if, you know, because people suffer grief, and you have to understand that grief is stored there, primarily, near the heart area, right? That's why, like, um, that's why people who have trauma, uh, you know, people who have trauma, they have not cleared up uh, past issues or resolved past issues within themselves. So if you study their body, uh, if you study the energy of their body under, like, a certain light, um, I think it's, like, a certain um, UV, no, not UV, I'm not sure, the spectrum, the auric spectrum, there's a there's a certain field of light in which you can study the auric spectrum. Um, UV is a different one, but what I'm talking about has more to do with the radio frequency, I think. And so you'll be able to see, you know, um, that there is more red in those areas, right? There's, uh, there might be, you know, heat drop there, or, you know, different blockages of the body, um... Or, or a lack thereof, right? So it's, it's an imbalance. Either it's too much of something or too little. So 
what I'm saying is that frequency can heal the body and it can also uh, harm the body actually depending on the type of frequency that you listen to um, a lot of our devices output a frequency that is actually disruptive to the ability for the DNA to replicate in an optimal fashion and so a lot of the frequency that is emitted disrupts our endocrine receptors um, and so it's really important that we take care of that we cleanse our electronics we cleanse ourselves with the proper frequencies right like I mentioned the crown chakra frequency you know any of the chakra frequencies will help there are also different hertz you can look up um, and those that are like of the highest ones that are connected to joy gratitude love abundance will heal you um, and like I said everything is connected so different parts of the body will clear up when you start clearing up one part of the body so I started for example clearing up my crown chakra opening it balancing it and opening it and then what happened after that was obviously the rest of my chakras were still imbalanced so I you know was receiving all this information and uh, you know, essentially you just become cleared up you know and you start seeing things in your life shift uh, well you start to see them from a different perspective like for example I was going through at the time a very very like painful ending and breakup and what have you and I for the first time after listening to that crown chakra frequency I felt joy like real joy that I hadn't felt for a long time even during the relationship, actually ever in my life, probably, right? Um, so, this is beautiful because you have the ability to tap in, you know? Um, and you have the ability to heal yourself on a whole other level. And, like, if you don't resolve things, they will pile up, you know, um, if you have like negative, seemingly negative, I don't like to say the word negative, but if you have programming within your subconscious mind that is not serving you, that will pile up if you don't clear it. Now, if you clear your subconscious and start programming your mind with things that do serve you, that will also pile up and you'll see an influx of beautiful things in your life. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you did. I uh, thank you for listening. I love you very much and I will talk to you in the next one.